Okay. Here we are. Let's do it, chair. <laughs> All right. What up, everyone? Welcome to the Rylan Rose podcast. This is episode uh, eight or nine. I totally forget. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by uh, my Patreon. You can support me on there by going to patreon.com forward slash I am Rylan Rose. Um, basically you can support me for a dollar or $2 per creation and I don't make any more than three or four creations per month. So worst case scenario, you are $8 out of pocket. Most people have signed up for just a dollar per creation and I'm going to do about three or four on there. So it's about $4 a month, which equals out to be a coffee, um, and it just helps towards things like online advertising and paying for the, the hosting of this podcast and doing things like vlogs and releasing new singles every month. Um, in terms of what the creations will be, it's just like new music, uh, a podcast episode, maybe a vlog, maybe uh, a feature song, something like that. Uh, I think this month it's going to be podcast, music video, single um, maybe a bonus track that I didn't put on the album or something like that. But, um, each month I try and do about three or four things up there and it just goes towards keeping this, keeping the lights on at the business of Rylan Rose. So that's what is powering these podcast episodes. And for the people that have signed up, thank you. You're the best. And, um, I couldn't do it without you literally. Um, so the last episode was about a month ago. A lot has happened since then. I've done a heap of things. I've traveled a little bit. I've come back. I've released new music. I've released a video and it's just been hella busy. I've never used that word hella, but I just did and quite happy about how I placed that in there. Um, so let's go from the, the top, the furthest things back. I dropped that last episode and uh, I went to Cairns and I shot a music video there for a song I feature on with my friend Jordan De La Cruz, who you'd remember off uh, one of my tracks, Give Me That. And I also played a show with him. He had a show in Cairns. Um, where was it at? It was at... Ah, uh, damn, I had the name right on the tip of my tongue there. Um, no, I totally forget, but it was really cool. It was like this... Um, it was this massive venue... Um, but it was like a Cannes art night and they had all these different musicians. Jordan was headlining. So I got up there and did our songs together. We have two songs together now, which is cool. Um, it was great. It was the first show I've played in a few months and it was good to just get the rust off. Uh, I was a little bit nervous. Then the next day we shot the music video for his track, um, Good Vibes. And it was a, uh, a pretty long day, but we got it done and the video turned out great. So if you haven't seen it, check out uh, Jordan De La Cruz, Good Vibes, featuring Reezy. Um, yeah, and then the next morning I was back on the plane, back to cold Melbourne. Um, Cairns is great though. I love Cairns and Port Douglas and all those, those uh, tropical areas. You know, it's, it's amazing how much... Um, like their, what their city is compared to Melbourne is just like different world. Um, but I could get Uber Eats, so that was cool. Um, so I got a funny story from that, that Cannes show and I thought I'd tell you all on this podcast. I've actually been dying 
to put it in this podcast. So I landed in Cairns and um, as soon as I landed, I checked into my hotel room and then Jordan and his manager, Ange, um, picked me up and we had to go do sound check. So we went and did sound check uh, at this at the venue, right? And it was really, really nice setup. And we get there, we do sound check, that goes perfect. Um, oh man, I can't remember this guy's name. But anyway, we, we're about to leave and this guy's like, excuse me, are you Jordan? He says this to Jordan, like, excuse me, Jordan. Um, yeah, hi, um, uh, my name is, oh, what's his name? I don't want to say his real name. Uh, we're just going <laughs> to say his name's Greg. I hope that's not his real name. Anyway, Greg goes, you know, you know, Jordan, um, I, I used to organize this night. I MC it. So we're like, oh, cool. This guy wants to like know more info about him. Cause he's going to like introduce him. And then he's like, so he's, I'm just watching. He has no idea I'm performing with him. Right. So he goes to Jordan. He's like, so I just want to ask you like, what, what instrument do you play? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm a, R&B, like singer, performer. Um, I produce music on my computer and mix and master at home. It's mostly like done on, on a computer now. He's like, oh, so you don't play an instrument. And like straight away, I was like, mm, what is this guy's problem? Like what's going on? And so John's like, no, like I, I still do a lot of stuff though. And he's, Jordan's like trying to explain and he just like interrupts him and he's just like, oh, well, I just want to let you know that um, you know, there's a good chance that some people might leave during your set because, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty passionate here about bands and stuff. And it was just like, what? Like, what is this guy talking about? Um, as if you say that one to any artist, but two, the headline act of your night that you're, that you apparently helped organize. So anyway, we leave and we're like jaded. We're like, what is this guy's problem? Like, what is he? Why did he take that angle with you? That's so weird. So anyway, we go get dinner and stuff and we got to come back in time for the show and um, everything's going smooth. And we're like, I bet you this guy just like is just going to be a pain in our rear the whole night. So we get there and we're, um, we're backstage and there's other bands there and stuff just hanging out and you know, people that are about to perform, it's like, they're like usually kind of nervous and, um, you know, just want to get in the zone and stuff. And he's just like hanging backstage with everyone, fraternizing, but like not in the fun way, just like annoying and trying to crack jokes with people who are trying to like tune their guitars and stuff. And, um, me and Jordan are just like trying to like get in the zone. I personally was pretty nervous cause I, hadn't performed in months and I just wanted to like not screw up my words. So I was like kind of rehearsing in my head. Jordan had a whole set to perform. I don't know what he was thinking and probably trying to rest his voice. So he's like cracking jokes and he keeps like hounding Jordan about like where he's from and Jordan's not actually from Cairns. So he's like, so you're not actually from Cairns, are you Jordan? And Jordan's like, no, like I'm, I'm originally from Brisbane, but like Kansas is my second home. My manager lives here. I record here. So like, I, I feel pretty connected to Kansas. He's like, oh, but you're not actually from here. See, this is actually a, like a Cairns artist showcase. And it's just like, what is this guy's problem? Anyway, 
just when we think we've gotten rid of him. And it's like five minutes before Jordan goes on stage. He's like, oh, I want to just, um, while, while you're waiting, I'm just going to uh, play you a song. And we're like, what? And he picks up one of the people's guitars and <laughs> starts playing as a song that he wrote and performed. So it's, by that time, it was just us in the green room. So there's just like me, Jordan, Jordan's friend, uh, Julian, and his manager. So there's four guys and this guy. And he's like strumming the guitar, playing us a song. And the song was about him like surviving, I think, testicular cancer. <laughs> like, and not that that's funny, but it was the strangest situation I've ever been in backstage and every time I ever travel for music something weird happens and this by far takes the cake and so he's singing this song about surviving cancer which like is a very commendable thing but it just dude we're about to go play a show like we don't we just want to lock into the zone so he plays his song I like try and applaud him and he, he like, is just sitting around. He's like, yeah, you know, I've been writing a few songs and, you know, um, you know, I've been in and out of bands and stuff. And it's like, dude, you're the MC. Like, you have to go introduce us soon. Like, are you ready to, like, what are you even going to say? Because all you've done is, like, criticize Jordan this entire night. And, you know, props to Jordan, man. He just played it so cool. And... Uh, there was one more thing. Yeah. Anyway, right before he leaves to go out, I'm like by myself in a corner, like just kind of rehearsing my lyrics, like like just kind of going through my head. And he comes up to me and he just goes, what are you doing, mate? Are you meditating? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, seriously, I said that. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. Like he got offended that he interrupted me. And I was like, yeah, don't interrupt me because I just had enough of him by then. Anyway, he goes out, he introduces Jordan's set. Jordan plays his set. No one leaves. It goes perfectly fine. He plays a great show. I come out. We, we're great on stage together, uh, do all our songs perfectly. Right before I'm about to go out on stage, he comes up to me backstage and he's like, yeah, yeah, I see. I, I saw a few people leave. I thought that would happen. Like right before I'm about to walk on stage, and Jordan's about to introduce me. It was just the most bizarre situation. It was like he was trying to throw us off um, and try to make trying to make Jordan play like a bad set. Um, anyway, played a show, killed it. Had a great shoot the next day, uh, at shooting the music video for Jordan's song. Um, and it was the wackiest thing. Then <laughs> you thought it was over. The next day where uh, we were at a Bunnings warehouse, don't ask why, we just were for props for the music video. Um, we had to quickly drop in. We're walking back to the car. We're under like a strict time limit. We had to get back to this next location to shoot the final scenes. We don't want to be late. We're walking back to the car and we hear this like, Jordan, Jordan. And I'm like, I turn around and in a distance, I see this guy chasing us down the car park to like say hi and I was just like I legit said 
Holy shit. <laughs> I actually said that. I think you probably heard me. And John's just like, oh, hey, man. And he's like, hey, man, how you going? Uh, what have you been up to today? Yeah, I went supermarket shopping. I had errands to run. I got, you know, I think I spent $300 grocery shopping and all this stuff. Like random topics. And we literally just went, cool, man, got to go. See ya. Hopped in the car. Left him just like standing there. One, we were in a rush. And two, you were rude as hell to us the night before. Why do we want to talk to you more than what we have to? And it was just so strange, man. Either Cairns is like ridiculously small and everyone lives on the same block, which they don't. I'm exaggerating. Um, but it, it was just the strangest thing to, to bump into this guy after all the strange shit that happened that night. So that was Cairns in a nutshell. I had a great Domino's pizza. I, I got it that night. Um, and I had a great flight home too. I got the road to myself. Let me just have a quick drink. Um, flew home and then the next, um, the next weekend I had the music video shoot for Blindfold, the new single, which you all know is out now. Um, so we shot that, um, that was a two day shoot, two night shoot. So we shot from about five, the first night was 5 PM till, uh, about 2 AM in the morning. And it was absolutely freezing. Like, I just got home. I got home. I think I just slept in the clothes I had on. I had like makeup on on the video and stuff like, and I was just numb to the bone cold. Um, and the next night we shot, I was a bit more prepared. I brought like an extra puffy jacket. Um, the video shoot went great. All the locations were perfect. The whole crew uh, and cast, I want to thank everyone for being involved. A lot of you did it, you know, pro bono because we didn't have much of a budget and it turned out great. It looks like a movie to me. We couldn't be happier with it. Um, and if you haven't watched the blindfold music video, please check it out. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. And, um, I think that's everywhere I've uploaded it. Um, the single, oh, sorry. Yeah. So the single came out I think a week after we shot it and then the video came out a few weeks after the single came out. The single's going great. I think it's at like almost 7,000 streams on Spotify. So thank you so much for supporting it and adding it to your playlists and telling friends and retweeting, uh, all of that stuff. Hugely appreciated. Um, I just recorded on the album. There's going to be like an interlude after Blindfold where I just do like this quick little rap thing. Uh, you'll see in the music video, there's like a point towards the end of the video where the song switches up and it goes into this like slower style beat. That's like the interlude where I rap over. Um, I just posted it on my Instagram story as well, but I'm going to, it's a Friday today. I'm probably going to post this podcast when it's Monday. Um, so yeah, that's blindfold on the album will actually be extended with a bit more, rap on it uh and um the music video has gone great thanks everyone for watching i'm glad you all like it so all your comments and and stuff has been uh very encouraging so that all went smooth drake has a new album out he dropped a double album um the week after blindfold came out which is i honestly didn't drop a week before trying to avoid drake but i'm glad i did um 
my first reaction to the Drake album was that I thought it was great. I was in the library working. Sometimes I go to the library and work. You can laugh. I understand. Um, but it was anyway, that's where it dropped and I was listening to it and I, the first 12 tracks, I didn't skip one of them. Um, I think there's some really solid tunes on it. My favorite tracks are, let me find out. I'll load that up while I'm chatting. Um, I just like, I couldn't believe he dropped a double disc. I was very skeptical of the Michael Jackson feature, but unlike everyone else, I like it. Um, one of my favorite songs is eight out of 10. Um, what else do I love? Obviously nonstops, like a real anthem summer games. I love that one. Um, that's how you feel. I think that's great. And the hook is genius. Like sampling Nicki Minaj, just talking at a concert was cool in my feelings, obviously is the standout. I, I really like the track featuring Michael Jackson. I know it's just a sample. I know it's a throwaway vocal acapella from, you know, the Michael Jackson vault. But I think the, the, it would think it was done very tastefully. And there's something really haunting about hearing an old Michael Jackson vocal, an unheard Michael Jackson vocal on a song with Drake. Like it just sounded creepy and I liked and dark and I really liked that. And his verse, uh, Jake pointed out to me the other day, is like clearly about Rihanna. So I, I looked up the lyrics and he's probably right. Um, but yeah, Drizzy Drake. I was I, like, honestly, I enjoy this album more. I This album is like nothing was the same for me that that's the level it's on so um i'm pretty i'm pretty uh happy with you drizzy drake um there's a group in melbourne called uh milwaukee banks who just released their album no time on uh remote control uh dot dash i think is the label um they just released the album it's their second album and I'm lucky enough to feature on it, on a track called Caught Up. Um, I've known about Milwaukee Banks for ages. I'm a big fan. This has been in the pipeline for oh, about six months now. Um, so I was just one. I was stoked that my feature made the uh, the album. And two, it's out now and people love the song. So those that have checked it out, thank you. Um, I was really flattered that they hit me up for a hook, you know. Um, obviously, I like making rapped songs, but to be asked to do a chorus means that I'm going in the right direction with my songwriting, which is something I've really worked on in the past few years. So uh, I was just really, really flattered. And it was great going to like the album listening party. It felt so like official and real. And so if those guys are listening, uh, Dill and Edo, thanks for having me and stoked to be a part of the album and uh yeah if you haven't heard it check it out caught up by milwaukee banks featuring reezy um yeah i just had to put that in i just remember that i hadn't brought that up uh in the since the last episode it was my birthday which was um dope thank you very much uh i went out for dinner had a great night my car got rear-ended <laughs> i'm serious um no one was hurt 
just, you know, a little sucky thing. Basically we went to dinner and then we went to like a, um, my the booking agency I'm on, they were having like an artist showcase in Fitzroy that night. So I then wanted to drop in and, uh, show support for the squad. So we went and did that. And on the way there, I was just literally sitting at the lights and then just bang, a car just went like straight into me. The only thing that like was genuinely hurt, well, my, my whole bumper needs to be replaced, but insurance is covering that. But the only thing that like really hurt me was that uh, like the next few days, my neck was just like killing. Must have been like whiplash or something like that. I don't know. But um, everything's all good now. My car gets fixed next week. Just sucked that happened on my birthday, but we had a great night. We had a good dinner. We went to um, Smith and Daughters and they got like a new Itali- Italian menu. Um, and it was really nice. It was a great night and I had a great birthday and on to the next one, fam. Um, so the Dork album uh, is on the way. Blindfold is obviously the lead single. Um the album will be about 11 or 12 tracks long. I actually added some new stuff in the past few weeks just because I was like, uh, this, you know, um, isn't long enough. It was originally going to be an EP, but then we had like eight tracks. I was like, well, if I just add one or two more, it's an album. So the Dork album uh, isn't far off. Basically, Uh, also in this time I've shot the artwork for it and I can't wait for you guys to see this artwork. It's probably, well, it's easily the funniest artwork I've ever done for an album or a project, but I probably think it's the best. I'm going to say it's the best one. It's shot by the same guy that did, uh, almost famous and broke and Ivory Coast. Uh, his name is Jack Thompson or Jack Hawkins. I don't know what he's professional name is let me just adjust my headphones hold on um but yeah it's it's like it's easily my favorite artwork i've ever done it's so funny i'm gonna reveal it in the next uh probably in the next week it's probably gonna drop i might post it up to my patreon as a uh, creation first for everyone to see first get like a feel for it but yeah i'm pretty stoked i can't wait for everyone to see it it is, it just looks great. Uh, so once that's done, I'm basically ready to put the album out. Uh, we, Me and Jake have a few loose ends I want to tie up, a few things that need mixing, a few light touches here and there, light tweaks, but it's going to be fine. And then the album goes live. Um, I'll do pre-orders for a few weeks. So if you're keen on the album, um, please pre-save it or pre-order it just anything that will help towards helping it get exposure on release date. You guys are all I've got. And I swear to God, that is the truth. I don't even have publicity or a publicist this time around. I'm doing it all myself. It's this last week has literally, literally been me just emailing as many blogs and radio contacts and, um, people in media that can give the album or the single exposure. Uh, I just didn't have the budget for it this time. So, you know, publicity PR work is usually like, you know, a few thousand dollars per album release. And I just didn't have it. I needed to make a music video and, um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's what happened. 
Um, so yeah, once the album has been announced and the pre-orders are out, please support it. Uh, if you can, of course, I understand if you can't, but if, if, if you're keen, just don't, don't think that waiting to album release day is like a favor. Pre-ordering is the, is the big favor. Um, I'd really like to chart this one as an independent artist and show them that, uh, show them the brute strength. Uh, what else can I tell you about the album? There's a there's only uh, one feature verse on it. It's uh, Dill Thomas from Milwaukee Banks. He did. He was uh, nice enough to give me a verse for a song. Um, what else? Uh, we added the interlude for Blindfold. I'd say it's about fifty percent. Um, it's a lot more rap than what I've done on Almost Famous and Broke. It's a lot brighter. It's a lot happier. I'd say it's funnier. There are some funny things on this album. Um, Jerry gets, I think, three mentions on the album. Uh, what else? Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's part of a series, whether it be uh, Dork 1 and 2 or a Dork Trilogy. We're still figuring that out. But there is going to be a Dork 2 as well. And uh, so far, what is it, August? Since announcing like a release every month, um, I've stuck to my guns about that. And when the pre-order starts, I will put a track on there that you haven't heard as well for you to get instantly. So, um, yeah, exciting shit. It just gets super busy being self-managed and self everything. It just kind of gets very hard to do things like podcasts and vlogs because you just snowed under. And at the same time I'm working. So I'm also like Ubering at night and stuff. So I'm, I'm getting home late. Um, but you know, I kind of enjoy, I really enjoy this kind of process because you're busy, you got something to do, you're not idling and waiting on responses and stuff. You just go, go, go. So um, I can't wait for you guys to hear Dork, the album. Um, let me just think if there's anything else. No, just a quick podcast to say hi. Oh my God. Okay, so if you're, if you're not into basketball or sports, you can just turn it off now. Um. Support me on Patreon and pre-order my album and watch the Blindfolds music video. That's all I ask. Um, Other than that, you can go because the next five minutes are going to be me talking about basketball. But, you know, in this time, LeBron James became an LA Laker. And I've always found it very hard to love LeBron like everyone does. Um, Mainly because, one, I'm a Chicago Bulls fanatic we all know who I think is the greatest of all time then. Um, and it's just, it's been very hard to support him because one, he's a place for, he played for Cleveland. Um, and as a Chicago fan, that just doesn't fly Two, when he was at Miami, he was basically just stood in the bull's way. Um, those were some of the bull's best seasons in the past decade. So, and they could never get past Miami. So, um, it just, yeah, it's been hard to love LeBron. Do I appreciate him? I do. I've actually seen him play in America and it's right up there with me seeing Kobe Bryant play. Um, but you know, I, I've never been fully all in on him. I, I love him. I love watching him. I appreciate him. I understand everything about him, but yeah, I can never like, like for instance, I'm not going to wear a LeBron jersey now that he's at the Lakers though. <laughs> Okay, so I, I explained this perfectly to a friend. I said, Chicago Bulls are my are my team. They're the love of my life. But the Lakers, 
are the mistress. They are the team I've always had an affinity for. Phil Jackson went and coached the Lakers. You know, he's the coach of the Bulls. And then he went to the Lakers and won championships there. So it's always like this. Plus, they're, they're like my Western Conference team, you know. Um, so the fact that LeBron's now at a team that I like to see win is just super exciting for me. And he's going to wear like number 23 at the Lakers. Um, look, I, I think I'm going to buy a LeBron jersey. I think I'm going to be that dude. I'm totally bandwagoning, bandwagoning the shit out of this. Like, I don't care. You can judge me. I know the game as good as any other fan. Um, so I, I have no regrets about that. I can't wait to see how he goes in there. It's just going to be fun again, you know? And that's what makes me happy about it. Cleveland is just such a bore of a place um, and a bore of a franchise. And it just... I, I I'm stoked that he went to LA. I, I mean, it was the worst kept secret in sports, but when it got announced and seeing him in like the Lakers uh, shorts the other day at summer league, that was cool. That was really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all in on this Laker, Laker LeBron phase era, whatever you call it. He has to win multiple championships there for him to be considered a Laker great though. And I think he might actually achieve that. Okay. So, um, yeah, Bronny, Bronny boy. So that's the end of the podcast. I'm going to wrap it up there. I'm going to keep trying to do these a bit more often. I'm sorry about the absence. I keep saying that every podcast as well. It's getting a bit tired, isn't it? Um, so last things last. Um, yeah, this is powered by Patreon. If you can support me on there, that would be great. I've dropped a heap of new music this past few weeks and I continue to do the same throughout the rest of the year so if you can support me on there that would be awesome just go to patreon.com forward slash i am ryland rose to see how it works and the rules and the prices and all that it's so cheap it's ridiculous uh basically means it's free <laughs> um yeah dork album is going to be out pre-orders will start any week now and i will give you a decent heads up about that and uh, if you can check out the Blindfolds music video, that would be great. If you can share it with some friends, that would be awesome. I'm probably not going to be played on like mainstream radio here in Australia. So um, any any streams or numbers I can get uh, it would be appreciated so much. Uh, this is the Rylan Rose podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope it wasn't too boring and I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.